1: Opinions expressed in the following program may not reflect those of Salem Media of Colorado or its sponsors. This is Life in Colorado, a radio news magazine about the issues, events, and the unique life we live in the Centennial State. Keep on trying till my highest Life in Colorado. My name is Maria Oliver. Have you heard this one before? I have something in my pocket that belongs across my face. I keep it very close to me in the most convenient place. I'm sure you couldn't guess it if you guessed a long, long while. But I'll take it out and put it on.
0: It's a great big brownie smile.
1: How about this one? Make new
0: friends, but keep the old, one is silver and the other's gold, a circle is round, it has no end, that's how long I want to
1: be your friend. Well, if you know either one of these chants, then you probably already know about this week's topic. The Girl Scouts, now more than two million members strong, these brilliant young ladies are out in the community lending a hand wherever and whenever they can. Joining us today is a representative from Girl Scouts of Colorado, Ms. Emily Speck.
0: Thanks for having me. How are you affiliated with the Girl Scouts? Uh, so, I'm the Mission Delivery Manager at Girl Scouts of Colorado. And um, as I was growing up, I was a Girl Scout until about middle school. And I was super excited to work with the organization and uh, my career. What's our Mission Delivery Manager? So as the mission delivery manager, I'm uh, responsible for providing some strategic direction regarding the Girl Scout leadership experience um, and the implementation of that with program uh, for both girls and the adult experience, as well as serving um, as the program content expert for our council.
1: Did I miss something? What's going on with the adults and Girl Scouts?
0: So we have a lot of adults, and I uh, say that the adults are really how Girl Scouts is run. We have leaders, um, we have service unit managers, we have even just the caregiver that volunteers with their girls' experience, whether it's in a troop or an individual experience, and those adults are volunteering their time, and they volunteer a lot of time. Um, typically, we say they volunteer if they're a leader about a hundred hours a month, um, which is a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, they are really there to lead the girls um, through some of that. It's a girl-led program, but they're to you know be there for chaperoning and kind of a mentor is how you can think of them.
1: Oh, okay. So, so if we had yeah. some listeners who are maybe mothers or grandmothers, aunts, and, and uncles that wanted to, to maybe become involved, how would they do that?
0: Yeah, so if uh, anybody wants to become involved with Girl Scouts, basically they purchase a membership and then they get a background check since they're working with youth. It is a great opportunity um, if you have a young girl in your life that you're really wanting to spend more time with. It is a great time um, to really spend some more of that time and either be a mentor or help them maybe go camping or something like that. Uh, A lot of our leaders and our other adult volunteers do it because they want to spend some more time with their girl. Just our state of Colorado, we serve nearly 22,000 girls, um, and we have more than 10,000 adult volunteers every year.
1: Well, let's uh, back up and, and get a, a little bit of history because I, I think for the most part, we just take the Girl Scouts for granted. We know they're going to be out selling cookies at least once a year, <laughs> and that's when we really want them. But uh, yeah. it's, it's an organization that's been around for, I don't know, more than 100 years. Uh, when was the Girl
0: Scouts founded? Yeah. So Girl Scouts was founded um, in actually March uh, 1912. We just had our Girl Scout birthday and it was founded by Juliet Gordon Lowe. And she started the first Girl Scout troop because she really saw the need for girls to be able to explore new possibilities and the wonders of the world around them. So she wanted them to kind of all do it together. So she was the one that first started it. Um, and our state, Uh, Our first council was actually started in 1917, so we were started pretty much right around the same time, Mm -hmm. and it was actually started in Colorado Springs, and we called it the Wagon Wheel Council which is kind of fun. Um, and that was, you know, more than we've been in a council for over a 100 years. And we used to have um, multiple councils. We had Mile High, Columbine, Chapita, Mountain Prairie. Um, and, you know, they were kind of all around the state. But then in 2007, we actually formed a statewide council to be able to serve our girls better.
1: So does that help you kind of cater the, the mission a little bit more to the specifics of the unique Colorado youth
0: Yeah, and being a statewide council, we still have regional offices everywhere, so they can really speak to what's going on in their part of the state or, you know, we know – with just geographically how girls are spread out or they're really close, like in the metro area. And so it's really great for us that we can make sure that we're all in line together and really serving that whole Colorado community together. But then those regional offices really help tailor some of that information for their particular girls or maybe the geographic limitations in their area. And
1: what's the Girl Scout motto?
0: Our mission is that we build girls of courage, confidence, and character um, who make a world a better place. What is
1: the Gold Award?
0: Oh, so the Gold Award is one of our highest awards, um, and that is available for girls that are in high school. We also have two other awards, which are our silver and bronze. Silver is for middle school. Bronze is for um, girls that are uh, just below that. Um, and basically, what the gold award is, as we do call it, the highest of our highest awards, because girls work on an individual project, um, and it has to be a sustainable project that has some sort of global impact. And they really do this all on their own. So it's a huge, huge, huge accomplishment for a girl to earn her gold award. And um, a lot of times, this means uh, really strong things for their college applications, or if they decide to go in the military, they go in. A Rank higher. Um, Even jobs now uh, are looking at the Gold Award as that, you know, kind of step up of what they've been doing to really prove their and show their leadership skills that they have.
1: Um, I am, I guess I am a STEM. Um, But I I remember being younger and always, you know, tearing apart radios and things like that and getting in trouble, but never really comprehending that it could be a career for me. I have been told about a push that uh, the Girl Scouts are doing regarding. Uh, STEM, uh, females uh, getting into science, technology, engineering, and mathematics.
0: Yeah, in 2016, um, Girl Scouts of the USA launched a national STEM uh, initiative, mm-hmm. and with the goal of increasing, like, the girls' interest in it. So we are doing that by measuring um, how many girls are earning STEM badges. So right now, it's one in 2.5 girls, and we really want it to be three in four girls mm-hmm. by 2020 will earn some sort of STEM badge. And we're doing this through um, increasing like their interest, their confidence, and their competence in STEM, as well as girls just understanding the value of STEM in society. Now, one thing that we do hear um, many times is that, you know, girls already get STEM in school? Why Why should they do it in Girl Scouts, right? And so research has actually shown that youth need STEM experiences where they can try and fail over and over again, right? You said you'd like to, you know, break apart equipment and do all of that. That was something fun, right? You're trying something out. You're breaking it apart. Mm-hmm. Maybe it didn't work when you put it back together, but you broke it apart again, mm-hmm. um, you know, and so that's that try and fail kind of aspect. But in school, many times they have this fear of a bad grade or they lose faith in their ability to succeed just because of this fear. And what's really cool about Girl Scouts is that we create an environment where girls feel the freedom to fail and take risks. That's actually what's built into our program. Um, You know, we say it's girl led because we want the girls to take these experiences and try things out. Maybe they don't like it. Maybe it doesn't work or maybe they, you know, succeed in it or it takes a couple times to feel comfortable with it. And so this is really that perfect space for them to have um, these much needed STEM experiences.
1: Yeah. And for me, honestly, I didn't even think to categorize it as something outside of the norm. But then, as I got into high school, when things started to be pointed out to me as far as what, okay, it just disgusts me to say this, but what girls' roles are supposed to be, uh, that's when I started to acclimate and assimilate into that false logic, and Mm -hmm. and that's why it took me forever to find my career. So, as far as girls in STEM, I, I mean, we know what girls are capable of. Do
0: they know? So that's part of this is really just showing them what STEM is. And, you know, a lot of times girls think that STEM is that scientist, you know, in the lab or that's the programmer or the engineer or whatever it is. But actually what we're seeing for the future in careers is that there's something called STEM skills. So it's not necessarily that they're going to be that programmer, but they're going to learn skills of observation. They're going to learn skills um, of of really trial and error, right, um, that not everything is going to go the way that they want. Also learn skills of negotiating. Uh, you learn that through STEM. And so there's actually um, some data's come out through, like, the Pew Research um, is that 80% of jobs in the next decade are actually going to require some of these STEM skills. So our goal is really just to introduce STEM at every age. So from our little tiny daisies who are kindergarten and first graders, all the way through our ambassadors who are our juniors and seniors, is that they are kind of seeing how these skills can actually help them improve their world. And so that they then see that STEM is part of their future, no matter what career they choose.
1: And and, and how, how is that measured? I know a lot of times... A- with some young people, it, it's kind of hard to get them to express themselves and, and what they're really thinking or feeling. As far as measuring uh, whether the program or the emphasis on STEM or the gearing towards STEM is working, do you have any feedback from the ladies or, or gentlemen to to let you know yeah. what's working, what's not working?
0: Yeah. Um, we actually have our own national research team called the Girl Scout Research Institute, come, you know, they do a lot of our data collection. They also create uh, tons of reports um, to kind of talk about what is this impact. Um, And so they collect from a variety of sources. Some of them are surveys. Uh, Some of it is from uh, the number of badges that are sold that tells us, you know, are they actually completing these STEM badges? And then we even do like pilots, Um, especially we've done a lot of new uh, STEM badges recently. Mm -hmm. And so we had a pilot program with them, like how did this work, right? What did you What did you feel when you took this uh, badge or what did you feel when you completed this journey? Um, and let them kind of think about what is that impact that they're feeling and is this curriculum really meeting it? So we have a lot of data in that way. Um, and since 2016, in our council, we've seen an increased interest in STEM from girls from completing the STEM badges to even just attending um, some of the STEM events we have. Mm-hmm. We In Colorado, we're really fortunate to have a lot of other organizations um and even companies that are really stem focused and so they've been working with us to create some really really cool events that the girls can go to uh, at like a really low or almost no cost and so they get some more of this even career professional experience as well
1: uh, now you touched on something there are a lot of new badges cyber security e- <laughs> eco camping which i don't really know what that is tell me about some <laughs> of the new badges that you guys have out
0: yeah, so um, currently our STEM badges, we have them in cybersecurity, digital arts, um, mechanical engineering, robotics, space. And we have some that kind of touch on it, like we have ones with um, like animals and other ones that are just the environment, which, of course, are getting some of that. And then we even have journeys, which are uh, badges are more of like skill based, right? So they're learning just the first parts of it, getting a little interest, whereas journeys, the girls kind of discover a little bit more about a career path. Um, They may learn some skills as well, but kind of getting them that little, kind of sticking their toe in the water (laughs) to see what they think about this. And we have those journeys right now are being a citizen scientist, being an engineer, and being a programmer. And um, this summer, I'm actually really excited that Girl Scouts of the USA is actually going to release a new series on coding for good. Um, I have not seen it yet, so I can't tell you what that all means, mm-hmm. but it sounds really interesting. Right? And then also not like really directly STEM related, but still in that same kind of world of science, is that we, um, especially in Colorado, are excited for our new Outdoor Badge series, which is going to be all focused on high adventure. And again, I don't know what they all are, but they that's <laughs> um, something really exciting for us because we know our girls already participate in a lot of high adventure activities.
1: Just to get a a little bit personal, I know you mentioned that you were involved in Scouts when you were a young lady, and uh, definitely you've continued the tradition and and held up the banner. Um, Can you tell me what the the long-term, like the intangible benefits are uh, of being a Girl Scout when you're young and and proceeding all, all through junior high and high school? What kind of a foundation that gave you?
0: Yeah, I would definitely say when I was younger, you know, like in elementary school, I thought I was just having fun. Um, I was building some of these lifelong friendships. I was getting to know people that mine. my troop was actually with a bunch of different other schools. So I got to meet girls that I didn't mm-hmm. normally hang out with um, or see. Um, and we got to really experience some really cool things. I have some really fond memories of camping um, and going. I grew up in Atlanta. So we went to like the Coca-Cola Museum, got like a behind the scenes tour. So all of that stuff was really fun. But then as I got older, I started to reflect and realize what some of these skills were. So we always say that Girl Scouts prepares girls for a lifetime of of leadership. And that really means that through this program, the girls are developing a strong sense of self. So really understanding who they are. And that's part of that girl-led, them really understanding um, leadership. They get some of that. Um, Also, one thing that I personally really pulled from Girl Scouts was a lot of the values that are with it. Um, And so there's a lot of positive values and really seeing other people um, for just themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and in seeing your place in the world and how you can make some of that and learn to identify some of the problems that might be in your community or ways that you can impact your community for positive. Um, and then also, you know, I mentioned the friendships, but those healthy relationships, both with friends um, and then future relationships. When I was an adult, um, I definitely think some of the, the lessons that I learned in Girl Scouts helps me with that. And then lastly, and this does really relate to that STEM, is that they've seen that Girl Scouts really seek challenges and learn from those setbacks. So I personally remember that one of the camps I went to had um, like a high ropes course, those ones where you get the harness on and you have to climb up. And I was like a teeny tiny little nothing when I was a child. Okay. And we were doing an activity where we were balanced with each other. And um, I was having a really hard time because I wasn't equal with my partner and I was super weak and I couldn't pull up, you know, myself to climb the tower. But... It was through that, you know, kind of trial and failure that I really learned, okay, well, let's think of another way to do this. And I had a great mentor, a great troop leader that really talked me through that and said, okay, let's think about the way that we can do this better. Um, and so I think all of that, you know, just one of those activities just really shows that you really reflect on everything that you're learning. And you might not get it right in that moment, but as you get older, you start to realize it
1: yeah i um actually went to to girl scout camp and uh-huh. some of the the basic principles of of just i don't know female camaraderie and how to socialize outside of my norm and i just met some girls that i never would have met before so for me, the, the scouts now is even more important because we have so many of our young people in these little rooms with these little box video game, who's he, what's it? I hate to sound like an old person, but I just can't even take it. Can you go outside? Can, can you can you look at the trees? Can, can you take a walk? Can you actually go and, and talk to your friend face to face as opposed to talking to him on a phone or a text? You know, so... Mm-hmm. For me, I think Girl Scouts is just, it's even more important now than it's ever, ever been. Not just STEM, but basic socialization, uh, getting out and, and of your environment and, and just being adventurous. These are just things that I feel like some of our young people, obviously not our Girl Scouts, are missing out just a little bit. Can you speak on that then? That whole new trend of life within the video game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I I will say, you know, I definitely agree with you when you mentioned the relationship aspect of it. I think as a whole, as a society, not just our youth, we've really moved to more of this digital world, which is great, right? The Internet is amazing. Our phone it is incredible that our phone can literally do everything that we need it to do. Mm. And I love that personally. <laughs> um, but I also see that, especially for our youth, that that kind of learning those skills of, you know, just face-to-face communication or working in a group and what we call cooperative learning, right, of really being in a group setting and learning how as a group you have to kind of give and take to get things that you want or to complete a project. I even think, you know, in a lot of people's work life that they're sitting in front of a box, like you said, um, and um, not necessarily getting even some of that cooperative learning or team building or any of that together. So especially for our youth, I agree with you that it's it's a really, you know, Girl Scouts is a really great opportunity for girls to engage with each other, maybe engage with people that they normally wouldn't. And that's what you know, some of my favorite troops are ones that are based out of a school or community and they just open it up to everybody. It's not just the friends, right? It's open to everyone. So those girls really get that full perspective of working together. And what does that look like? And not everybody's going to get along always. And I think that's really important skill for us all to have.
1: Do you have any events or any major campaign pushes coming up?
0: Yeah. So actually in the fall, Um, We are really excited for a large event that we are hosting, um, our council's hosting, and um, it is in partnership with Raytheon. We're doing a cyber challenge event, and this is for middle school and high school girls. Um, We'll be hosting it at Arapahoe Community College, um, and it is going to be on October 19th. And it's a free program. Um, we'll have registration coming kind of later in the year. Uh, but they can, if girls are interested, it is open for Girl Scouts only. Um, but if they want to join Girl Scouts and come to the event, that sounds great as well. But it is focused on uh, a cyber challenge. So basically there's going to be a uh, not real uh, cyber threat, and the girls are going to have to use some skills in digital forensics, Um, and kind of working together as a team to really figure out what happened with this cyber threat. And uh, there's going to be a little bit of a competition, so girls will be working in teams that we'll kind of randomly assign them to, and uh, they'll try to kind of figure out what's going on. So this event is a really hands-on, real-life skill um, that they can kind of learn what does it feel like to be in this career and see if it's an option for them.
1: Hmm that actually sounds kind
0: of cool for a grown-up <laughs> but, yeah, but but I won't infringe I won't infringe <laughs> yeah if anybody is interested in Girl Scouts of Colorado um, the best way to go is to go to our website so it's Girl Scouts of Colorado org all one word and um, there's a lot more information in there they can kind of explore learn a little bit more about our council learn about the program if they're interested in getting involved um, whether it's an adult that wants to be a leader um, or an adult volunteer or we have a girl that's maybe interested in joining. Um, They can do all of that through our website and it's okay if they don't have a troop started. Um, They can basically put in an interest form, think of it that way, and it shows them what are some troops in the area that are open right now that are not full and um, they can get paired with. If they don't find something that kind of works for them, then we will work with them to get them engaged with Girl Scouts and. Their community, and if there's anybody that's just interested in Girl Scouts in general, uh, maybe a company, an organization, um, they can use on that website again, Girl Scouts of Colorado org. They can just use our contact us link, and it'll send us a little inquiry, and it'll get it to the right person. Okay.
1: Now I promised I wasn't going to focus the whole show on cookies, but honestly. Cookie season is an unofficial national holiday. It is. There, there's no way around it. We look forward to it. We tell ourselves we're not going to buy it. <laughs> we right. buy 10 boxes
0: and then bring them to the office for everybody. So how did the cookie sales go this year? It we went great. Um, we are always a council that performs very well with our cookie program. Our girls and our leaders and our adult volunteers really make the program. They are the ones that are out there, um, and they are doing it really for to help them, right? Because the, um, all the troops actually get a percentage of the proceeds, and then also it helps run our council to make sure we can continue to do some cool events um, and really keep engaged with our community.
1: Girl Scouts of Colorado, Life beyond the cookies. Alrighty, I thank you, Miss Emily. We appreciate you sitting down and talking with us.
0: Thank you. Thanks for spending the time to talk with me as well. Ooh, child, things are
1: gonna get easier. Ooh, child, things are get brighter. Ooh, child, things are gonna get easier. Ooh, child, things are get brighter. Put it together and we'll get in Special thanks to Emily Speck, Mission Delivery Manager for Girl Scouts of Colorado, for joining us this week. That does it for our show. I'm your host, Maria Oliver, and this is Life in Colorado. If you have questions or comments about today's program, please call 303-750-5687. Life in Colorado is a public affairs presentation of Salem Media of Colorado.